Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. So grateful that you tune in every day. I'm so grateful for your support. For more information, uh, if you need encouragement, need to contact me for anything, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. Go to our website, thehopeencounter.org. Uh, if you'd like to make a year-end donation, you can do that. And for more information about Church of the Savior, this radio show is always sponsored by Church of the Savior. Um, for more information about uh, our service times on Sunday, 9 and 11, go to churchofthesavior.net. And if you tuned in yesterday, I had my buddy, a close friend, also co-worker. We're on staff together at Church of the Savior, Ryan West. He helps me out in Encounter. He's a teacher. He's a worshiper. Oh, he's a lot of things. He's got a great background. You heard a little bit about his his background uh, being in the arts uh, and uh, and how he just walked away from uh, from his relationship, just like so many of us, we don't, and it's never a, a big thing at first. We never just say, I'm just going to quit my faith. We just get detoured along the way. Um, but I thank God for praying parents. I thank God for faith. I thank God for hope that never runs out. And I thank God that, uh, while we may run away from God, God never runs away from us. And, uh, and, and Jesus has loved Ryan, uh, from day one and had a had a plan for his life. And I thank God that Ryan is living out that plan today. He could have been dead a thousand times over, but God rescued him over and over and over. And he's here today to tell part of his story. Actually, all of his story. He's going to pick up where he left off yesterday. Ryan, say hello to our listeners. Hey, everybody. How you doing? God bless. <laughs> so grateful to have him on the show. So we were talking yesterday uh, about uh, it's just a crazy train that we're on. Uh, and, uh, your dad came out to bring you back home to Kentucky and all of a sudden, uh, it just seems like things are in the past, uh, pick up where you left off yesterday and tell us, uh, sort of how things started going for you in Kentucky. You met with a great guy. I knew Stuart and, uh, he gave you something to think about and, and then things changed for you. Tell us what happened. They did change and they changed dramatically. So Stuart, he asked me this question. He said, why do you keep putting your cart back on the same track? And I couldn't answer him at the time, but I knew something needed to change. And I told you yesterday about um, the addiction problems, mainly with alcohol. And I got so bad that if I didn't have enough money to buy alcohol, I would, I would buy Listerine. And I would drink Listerine just to feel a bit of a, a buzz. And that didn't stop when I, when I came back home to Kentucky because I knew I couldn't have alcohol in my parents' house where they were allowing me to live under curfew, under lock and key. So I would, I would drink Listerine. And one, one night, I, I'd gotten a job. And I was getting ready to go out to work. I call February my freedom month mm. because I, I don't know exactly the date. It was in the first week or two of February, and it was really cold. Because I remember I had a big goose down jacket on. And I haven't told many people this, and I'm telling this on radio now. Because this, this was hard for me to tell people. I actually had a bottle of Listerine zipped up inside that goose down jacket. Because I was going to drink before going to work. And my mom stopped me in the house. She knew something. She knew what was going on. 
And she said, son, I just want to tell you something. She said, if, if you go back out and you start living the way that you are living and I can't trust you, I think it will kill me. And I heard in her voice the almost 20 years of living hell that I put her through. And she was serious. I think it, I think it would have killed her. That cut me to the core. That cut me deep. I walked out to my car, pulled out of the driveway, put that bottle of Listerine on the passenger's, in, inside the passenger's seat, turned onto Clay's Mill Road right by the church. It was literally right. I had just passed the church. And I said, Lord, I said, I'm done running. Mm. And really what, what prompted this whole thing was I said, Lord, I want to gain the trust of my mother, my father back. I want that trust back. And I said, I'm done running. I said, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll talk to whoever you want me to talk to. But I know, and I'd known it. I'd known I couldn't do it without him. I said, I know I can't do this without you. And right there, the presence of the Lord filled my car. There was a cloud. I believe it was the Shekinah glory that you hear about in the Old Testament. The visible manifestation of the presence of God in my car. I don't remember driving to work. I don't remember getting there. I was, I mean, weeping, crying uncontrollably. And I heard, I audibly heard, it sounded like someone was standing on top of a 10-foot ladder and dropping chains down onto a hardwood floor. I just crash, 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 crash. And the next thing I knew, I was in the parking lot at work. I don't think I drove that car. I think an angel drove that car because I don't remember it. There's no way I got past Clay's Mill, across Man of War, and, and did that by myself. So I'm in that parking lot, and I'm thinking to myself, what in the world just happened? And I knew I'd been in the presence of God. You know, at, at Church of the Savior, our, our vision statement is lives transformed by the presence of God. Because when you have an encounter, you get in the presence of God, you, you're changed. You are changed. And from that day forward, it'll be five years in February, I've never once had the desire to put any sort of foreign substance into my body, miraculously healed 100%. And I believe, Bill, if you would have known me six years ago, I look 10 years younger now than I did six years ago because I believe I was physically healed too. Not, not, just, come, not just resurrected spiritually, but I believe I was healed physically. And if you were to look inside my body, you would see no sign of the damage that I did to myself with all the junk that I put into my body. And I'd, I'd never had a life verse before. And I got a life verse after that encounter with God. And it's 2 Corinthians 5.17. Those who are in Christ are a new creation. Behold, the old is gone and the new has come. Because I'm a walking, talking testimony 
that the Lord truly can restore the years that the locust ate away. I don't know how he does it, but he he can do it. And that's when my life did a 180 and I started following Jesus all in, all chips in the middle, reckless abandon. And I and I knew, I knew that I had to tell people about it. I didn't really know what that meant. I, I would later come to realize that he was he was calling me. He was calling me into ministry. Um, but that took a while. That took a little bit of time. I had to work. I worked two jobs. I coached gymnastics. I worked at Lowe's driving a forklift for about three and a half, maybe almost four years, maybe not quite that long. And I just, I had to search. I had to keep searching, keep searching, because I think the Lord kind of had to, had to do a reset with me. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I know was part of that plan was the Encounter Bible Study that you uh, volunteered told me I was going to lead the very first one at COS because I needed to get back in the Word and get in the Word really hard and really strong. And that changed my life, too. Well, I recognize the great call of God on your life, and I'm grateful that you not only did the study, but you led the study. And so many great guys came out of that study that are now leaders, uh, leading leading others. Uh, you really hit on something, and that's our vision and mission statement all in one of lives being transformed in the, you know, by the presence of God. You had an encounter. Your life was transformed by the presence of God. You got in God's presence People on this radio show that listen to Encounter here all the time, every week from me, uh, all Encounter is, is is a ministry where we're pushing people into the presence of God, where we you can have your own encounter, where you can hear the voice of God, you can be you can experience the presence of God, you can be touched by God, uh, you can be transformed, you can be changed by God. You just heard Ryan's life verse: If anyone is in Christ, the old is gone, the new has come. He's a new creation in Christ. Uh, a real transaction took place. And I think what you heard, I know what you heard, you heard the difference between confession and repentance. He was, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you completely turn in another direction, and that direction is with God, walking away, uh, being sorry doesn't mean you walk away, but being sorry enough to walk away and walk with Jesus, well, that's a picture of repentance. I also want to go back to what your mom said. I believe that what your mom told you wasn't a guilt statement. It was a love statement. It was saying, I love you so much, uh, but I can't see you live like this any longer. It will, it, it'll kill me. It'll destroy me. That's a love statement of someone that loves you, and you have two parents that love you so much. Oh, I'm so thankful yeah. for my mom and my dad. Like I said in the other show, you know, they could have said, son, you, you made your bed, lie in it. Um, but they said, no, you need to come home. And I know that they enlisted an army of prayer warriors to pray for me. And I'll get into this a little bit on the next show. But my mother was at a worship prayer, prayer service, and somebody that she didn't know came up to her and said, tell me about your son. What's going on? And I think it'd been probably, I think she told me like seven or eight years 
I'd been in my prodigal journey at that time. So, I mean, I was pretty, I was hitting it pretty hard and pretty heavy. And she basically was given a word of knowledge that um, he's going to come back and he's going to go into the ministry. And that has been the truth. God, God has, 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 he's called me. And I, I felt like I heard him say to me, like what he said to Peter, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know, I love you. Then you got to feed my sheep. And had a couple other cool encounters that we can talk about on another show with a pastor that's not with us anymore, Mr. Anthony Nelson. That's a great story. So you don't want to miss that one uh, on the next on the next show. I love that. So it's a couple of days after Christmas. Christmas can be really tough for a lot of people. Uh, and maybe some of you listening probably didn't have the best Christmas. Uh, maybe you reached a point where you, you were like Ryan running away and you felt like you've gone too far. Ryan, what would you say to encourage someone to never give up? I think it's what I said in the last show is you don't have to do anything. You just, I mean, all you got to do is show up and say, God, here I am. You don't have to clean yourself up. You don't have to check off any, any boxes to get to a certain point point he says come just as you are mm. not as you think you need to be and you really have to get to a place of just and it's hard but complete surrender and saying lord not my will but your will be done and then let him be the potter and you simply be the clay what a great word. We're so grateful that you've tuned in. Don't ever, ever give up. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.